asking the questions. 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 Who are you? How's it going, everybody? We are the Genre Geeks, and in this episode, we are going to be geeking out. This is a brand new show that we're trying that we're trying out right now, where I, AJ, and we got Darren and Heath are going to be interviewing people of interest to us. And our first episode, our inaugural episode, is our friend Eugene, aka Bobasaurus Fett. And I'm trying to figure out what <laughs> yeah. title do, what title do you want? Like action figure photographer, or uh, what, what 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 title? I guess do you prefer? I guess I'm trying to make it trend right now. Uh, hashtag dramatic toy photography. So I'm, I'm going to say I'm a dramatic toy photographer. <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. We did it. You might be pioneering that, which is actually yeah. incredibly accurate too, because for those of you who don't know, uh, well, he's obviously way bigger than us on the on the social medias because we're a bunch of grandpas in that regard. Uh, <laughs> you have some incredible photography stuff on your Instagram specifically that I've seen of your Thanks, giant toy collection. And it's not just oh. like, oh, like what I do. I just, oh, I pop down my camera. I just take a couple pictures of my action figure in my room. No, you go out and have these professional looking shoots. You edit the pictures. Uh, I guess like real quick, I guess kind of explain to the listener what you do. What is your thing? So, I mean, I guess you could say first line when I was just like meeting people and like, you know, talking about it. I'm just like, hey, so uh, I, have a, I have a photography hobby. Like, all right, cool. Like, so what do you do? You like shoot landscapes? You know, they just stick with the normal <laughs> yeah, stuff. No, <laughs> basic, no, normal stuff you know? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a toy photographer. And they're like, huh? I didn't know that was a thing. And I was like, yeah. And it's funny. I'll take out a business card and give it to them. They're like, oh shit. Like this guy's for real. That's a good move. And then I, I love give that it to move. Him. And, business uh, cards no, always. Cool. Yeah. Th- those always seal like the professionalism for sure. It's like, yeah. like the, oh my God, like business card. You spent some money on this gig. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and it was funny because like I look at my card and of course I want to push the idea more. Like it's super obvious, but mm-hmm. it's kind of like, okay, on the front of my business card, I have like a, one of my hot toy death shoot, uh, death shoots shoots with like my death, uh, hot toys death stroke. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of looks realistic. So I, there's been a few people that when I've showed it to them, they're like, Oh, are you a cosplayer? And I'm like, no, like that's a toy. <laughs> oh, so it's like, it kind of starts that conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's smart. That's good. Certainly. Yeah. It's, I, 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 what's funny is like, uh, because we're obviously been promoting this and stuff, we've had people who have been following us that are obviously fans of yours. And then I like go down the rabbit hole of them and I'm like, wow, this is a whole community. And that's my favorite thing <laughs> yeah. in the world. I'm not even joking is finding these communities, rich communities that I had no idea existed yesterday. And all right. of a sudden I'm being just thrown in. So that's that. I think that's really really cool. Darren, okay. you got something to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was curious because you're you're Eugene Feliciano. Your yeah. tag is Bobasaurus Fett. Where did that yeah. come from? Like, what is that? What's the meaning behind that? What's your name? Like, how did you not from? get raked over by Disney already? How did that? How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's. I know mean, it's so funny that you said that. Like the whole thing with uh with Disney and stuff. Because I used to think about that. I was like, I wonder why I don't get promotional partners if it has to do with my name. Because there's probably could be like a, it probably turns to like a legal battle. You know what I mean? Like, right. mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I kind of think about that. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder why sometimes they don't talk to me. Because like, I have had a couple companies reach out to me, uh, reach out mm-hmm. to me. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> and I think when they asked for like all my platforms, they're like, this guy potentially could be a legal case. <laughs> and um, 
Don't mess with the but mouse. But no, it's I mean, tr- truthfully, like I, I remember, like when I came up with the name, I was sitting on my couch when I used to live in Arizona, and I was just like, when I, when I knew I was taking it seriously, when I was creating a new like Instagram account, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, because I mean, ever since I was a kid, like it's gonna sound cliche, but like Boba Fett has always been like my favorite Star Wars character, just because uh-huh. like he looks so damn cool. Like, That's I didn't his whole know thing. anything. Yeah, yeah, like I didn't know anything about him. All I knew was he died at the end of Return of the Jedi. Right. I just remember like, oh, okay, well, that sucks. He died because we didn't get to see what he could do. But man, he looked cool at not doing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I guess uh, the the other part of it is uh, you guys seen um, you guys seen Step Brothers, right? Oh, yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> okay. So remember what the, the dad tells him? He's like, hey, guys, like, don't lose your dinosaur. Like, don't lose your dinosaur. He's like, when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a dinosaur, but now I grew up and I can't do it anymore. And I forgot how to do it. And that like resonated with me where it was kind of like, yeah, like don't lose your dinosaur. Like, uh, you know, always be a kid. So even though, you know, myself and a whole bunch of other people who do this hobby are, um, you know, like pretty much growing adults, we all got day jobs and everything. Some of us have kids. I don't, but, (laughs) um, but yeah, I just kind of look at it like that. And then it just, one day I was trying to put it and I think at the time like Bulbasaurus was taken. So I wanted to be just Bulbasaurus, mm. but somebody else was named that. And I was like, all right, Bulbasaurus fit. And it was like, uh, like username available or something, whatever it was back Boom. then. Yeah. Check I was mark. Like, oh. check mark. Yes. Yep, there it is. <laughs> but I, I think brilliant. I found the loophole though. I think I found oh, yeah? the loophole. I don't have a space in my name. It's just mm. one word. So technically that's my handle. So no, I'm it's the not, lawyer. So good you know, enough for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> that was a way awesome. deeper story. Yeah, I love that there was like a sentimental thought. story behind yeah. that. I was just yeah. like, dinosaurs are dope. Boba's like, you know, Boba Fett's on, is incredible. Let's yeah. run with that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that yeah, that that's that's incredible and way better of a story than like when we came up with genre geeks because Darren and I were workshopping <laughs> names for our, this show and Took I had days. a bunch of terrible ones. Uh, <laughs> Really, the, do you, Darren, do you remember the one I had that I was actually, if you weren't the one who was so adamantly against it, I was going, I was going to run with it. I don't remember what it is. You may not know the specifics. My, I had this idea of like, what if it was a really, really long, stupid name? Like Tyrannosaurus Ninja Flying Flaming Kick uh, na- like Laser Sword. Darren's like, that is terrible. I'm like, all right, fine. We won't do that then. <laughs> Thank it, God. It sounds like it could have been like a uh, like a hardcore band in the early 2000s. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Absolutely. And now they're like a now they're like a slow indie band and everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, they evolved, but they they yes. changed their name into an acronym that nobody can pronounce, but they just pronounce as a word now too. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. All right. So you know we're gonna ask you a lot of questions about what you do, but mm-hmm. just to break the ice a little bit, and this Go will be a recurring it. thing for the rest of the or rest of this interview. We're gonna play a little game I like to call Felicia Yes or Felicia No. Okay, so a couple okay. yes or no questions. You're just okay. gonna answer it. You can answer it however you want to, but you have to answer with Felicia Yes or Felicia No. Okay. It's important so, to note right. that neither Heath nor I are aware of what this no, I have no idea. We hate it. We hate this. Right. This is the first time I've ever heard my last name be used. So creatively awesome Boom. <laughs> you're, you're welcome all right the best nugget sauce is ketchup felicia yes or felicia no that's a that's a felicia no oh what's your sauce Be- for chicken nuggets yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, mcdonald's sweet and sour sauce hands down oh, Oof. that's a good move boo that's, that's a pretty good if move you said chick-fil-a sauce i would have been on your side but 
No, I mean, chocolate sauce is, I mean, it's good, but it's not like I got to have it with my food. You know, like if I, I've already experienced this where like I went and got chicken nuggets and french fries from McDonald's and they forgot Mm -hmm. the damn sweet and sour sauce and it like ruined my evening, man. Dude, have you tried eating McDonald's chicken nuggets and fries dry? Hell no. It is, dude, that is a whole different experience. That is a ruining experience. It is. You said realize how much that sauce carries weight. Everything's better wet. <clears throat> whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, that's, that's crazy. Basic rule of thumb. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. Felicia, yes or Felicia, no? Friends was a mediocre show. Yeah, Feliciana, yes. <laughs> Feliciana, yes. Don't you get the game, Eugene? It's Felicia, yes, or Felicia, no. Come on, man. Okay, okay. Felicia, yes. There we Felicia, go. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's okay, but it was never exactly. anything that I was like, Thank you. oh, let me buy the DVDs or the Blu-ray sets, you know, just in what case. What was your 90s right. sitcom of choice? Uh-huh. Say again? What was your 90s sitcom of choice if it wasn't Friends? Dang, what? Probably Simpsons. Does that count? Yeah, that's I'll good count enough. It. Sure. Yeah. That one's going on for like 50 years. You can get any decade. <laughs> yeah. it'll, it'll count. Oh, man, like, it's crazy. Like, you guys go on Disney Plus and you watch mm-hmm. like old Simpsons. It's like the funniest shit, man. It's yeah. so clever. Like, you could tell. I don't explain it. It's kind of like you could tell that there's little quips of comedy in there that are kind of like mm-hmm. The Office, where it's like, well, they were still really hungry and, and creative, quick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back then, they weren't on like season 12 and they're like, okay, we are out of ideas now. But they're still paying us, and I don't know if they're if they're paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Under the radar, so let's just keep pumping out episodes. All right, last question. We'll move on to some other, you know, whatever you guys want to talk about. Relevant <laughs> questions, but go on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Felicia, yes or Felicia, no? Putting a period at the end of a sentence makes it more aggressive. <laughs> what the fuck. Felicia, no. Really? Thank you. That's the proper, proper pronunciation, you idiot. I just feel like when I'm texting <laughs> someone, and, and when I get a text from someone that has a purity at the end of it, I'm like, whoa, calm down, man. Like, we're just we're just talking, you know? That's how I feel. Yeah, I, I guess for me, it's kind of like, if you're really trying to get your point across, you're not going to put LOL or like emoji at the end, mm-hmm. you know? Because then it kind of opens it to interpretation and all so that you, stuff. Are you so are you one of those like, guys that puts LOL at the end of all their sentences? I no. am, honestly. No, do, do you guys, I, put, I put the periods at the end of my sentence. Yeah, Ooh, I usually do. Do you guys have this problem? I had to like, in all caps. <laughs> I had to change my autocorrect thing every time I wrote. I wrote OK, just like the letter O and letter K. It would Capitals. capitalize it automatically. Yeah, yeah. Automatically, mm, look like yeah. a psychopath. <laughs> I literally had to like go through my like keyboard settings and like make a shortcut. If anytime I wrote OK, it would keep it lowercase because I hated Isn't that it. The worst that though for? on the keyboard shortcuts, whenever like you're typing something and it starts learning, like you're misspelling and stuff. Right. And then, so whenever you start spelling things, it like autocorrects to the wrong spelling because you're so bad at spelling. <laughs> yeah, you don't write, you worst. don't want to write the word P O on my search thing on a uh, when I spin your website. Baby. <laughs> All, right, All right. Let's start getting into some relative questions here. I have fun. a few Thank technical you. questions on your end. <laughs> okay. That uh, I am a fellow. I actually just got my degree finally. I am a fellow uh, camera type person. I am a. I got my degree in uh, digital film, so I'm a big fan of the usually video as the format. But obviously, I appreciate photography. Uh, what is your gear of choice that you use during these shoots? I'm very curious about that, like on a technical level. Okay. Uh, so to be completely honest with you, man, I'm like the most amateur when it comes to like the technical well, questions. So I'm going to do my best to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being dead serious, man. I like, there's people who would throw intense, like vocabulary at me, vocabulary right. at me. And I'm like, 
<laughs> I only use G series glass, you know, it really gets that clarity. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, so right now, actually for the past, I'd say going on two years, um, I'm not shooting with a Sony a 6,000. Um, okay. yeah, it's a mirrorless camera. It does like 11 frames per second when I'm on like burst and you know, like, uh, it's really bright, you know? Um, and ironically, I don't shoot with that too often. Uh, when I'm shooting with fireworks or something like that, I will, cause you know, you get the nice bokeh and everything like that. Um, but yeah, that's like my primary thing. Uh, and I recently bought what actually in July, I bought a new lens and I believe it's a, it's a 40 millimeter. And, okay. uh, yeah, I really dig it. Cause like, you know, I, I feel that a 50 millimeter lens is probably like a, I guess a, a lot of toy photographers use a portrait lens cause the way it frames your shots and everything and how yeah. just it, it brings balance with, uh, I guess your subject and your background and everything. Um, but I noticed that, you know, the, the more and more wide the aperture was for me, I was losing more and more clarity. Uh, so yeah, when I bought this uh, 40 millimeter, the low F stop it goes to is F4. So it's kind of like, that's my, I don't, I guess you could say that's my usual standard, but when it comes okay. to just, I guess, darker shots or whatnot, um, I will, you know, close that aperture a little bit more. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and honestly with my lights, um, yeah, I don't know how to describe them. I just use a lot of. Uh, <laughs> I use a lot. Of, <laughs> I got two, pretty much two studio lights right here. I call them studio lights because they just they look like yeah, the most professional gear I have. Um, yeah. But no, they're really diffused and just kind of keeps like that hard light, um, so that it doesn't. You know, I guess when you're taking the shots, those really bright spots aren't exactly as bright, so that you're not losing. Yeah, plastic detail can and be all really reflective stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, but that's kind of like the primary thing with my gear uh for like my atmosphere shots i'll use me. like yeah i'll use like a yeah i mean I, I got ikea lights i got lights from walmart like it's it's well, you that, don't that need... just shows you dude like it doesn't yeah. matter what the gear is if you have which i you obviously do if you have that creative mind and you have that like that mind's eye kind of like of how you want the shots end up it doesn't really matter the gear. And that kind of bums me out because I'll spend thousands of dollars on my lights and cameras <laughs> and stuff. And I don't have the kind of portfolio that you have. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of jumping that, ahead. You said something about yeah. fireworks. How do you incorporate that? Oh man. Yeah. So if you go to my feed, um, usually when it's, uh, I know like when you're doing like action shots, like people will mm -hmm. shoot with um, fireworks. Like a lot of toy photographers use uh, these things called crackling balls and they're, I think, well, I don't know if they're legal, but I've <laughs> them before. Like, I don't I'm know. The, again, I'm the <laughs> lawyer. Good uh, no, enough for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you, you light them and then they just do like a quick burst and it's just like, like sparks. But hmm. I think that's what comes in handy with uh, my camera since it can do like 11 frames a second. It can really capture like all the bokeh created from the burst of it and everything like that. Um, and definitely when incredible. you're outside, you want that. Uh, that fast exposure so you can capture you know because that's everything in one second you know so it's like Prah! it's it's one second it's done but when you have enough light outside and you everything is good you got your placement everything um yeah when you hold that shutter button it just captures it so fast and mm -hmm. it, it you get some really dope stuff okay so you've been talking about like your lights and your camera the fireworks blah all this junk so okay so tell me like how long does it take you to set up a shot? Like whenever you're setting up your can, like all you know, you got an idea of a shot in mind. Like how long does it take you to actually get that all set up? 
Um, it really depends on the idea because sure. for example, like if I'm shooting like one of the hot toys, those are like the 12 inch figures. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have much diorama stuff or anything that can fit that scale. So usually with that, it's just kind of like, I'm really focused just on lighting with those. Um, but if I'm shooting other small stuff, yeah, I think at the minimum, like an hour at the minimum, an hour. Wow. Cause, um, you know, you can, I guess, again, it's through all the, all the times I've, I've really done this, you kind of get a feel for like what fits in frame and, you know, how you want things to look, how you want the shot to balance, how you want mm-hmm. things, uh, you know, blurred out, or if you want them in perspective also. Um, but yeah, I'd say at the minimum an hour, like the longest I've ever spent was probably three hours. And again, that was when I was still educating myself on the lighting that I was using at the time and, you know, faster exposure, lower light, uh, slower exposure, you know what I mean? Things like that. Uh, how clean do I want the shot? Less ISO, all those things. That's all stuff I was educating myself on. So that was the stuff that would take a, a long time. So, but now I'd say at the minimum an hour, but it's just, yeah. Yeah. I was actually going to say too, real quick, because we, I know we mentioned what your name was, but I want to make sure that anyone's listening knows how to find you. Obviously you're mm-hmm. Bobasaurus Fett on Instagram and on Twitter. That's correct. Like Bobasaurus Fett, right? Basically. Yeah, we'll yep. obviously All put a word. link in our in our notes here. Yeah, it'll be in the description for sure. But like, I just want to make sure everyone listening, like, while we're talking about this stuff, like, go look at yeah, his stuff. Because, because, sure, like, yeah. Like, I'm the cycling lighting, through right now. Every, yeah. Everything that goes into his, his shots is pretty incredible. Like, it's it's one of those things. Like, there's very uh, multiple shots that I was looking at the pictures, and it's like, this could be like someone could leak this picture and be like, oh, it's new set leaks for the new Mandalorian <laughs> or whatever. Like, because like they're that like detailed. Like, it's it's really impressive. Thanks, man. But yeah, thanks. Yeah, like, no, really I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it blows my mind. Is like you're you're, like you're like oh yeah, I just kind of play with it and stuff. But like the lighting on here is like from my film school standpoint is like pretty like impressive, <laughs> and like little things like I was just looking at your uh, oh, it looks like Jiren from DBZ. He like the lighting is coming from the back of him, so he's being more like it's almost like more silhouette of him. Like that's a con. It's a conscious decision, but. It's like you're just like yeah, I just kind of based on like what you're talking about. You're just like oh yeah, I just that'll look kind of cool. Whatever, <laughs> not realizing like yeah. that is a legit like that's a technique and like that's an actual like kind of film school kind of thing that people like me you know waste money on to learn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, like it's, like I was saying, man, I'm 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 the least professional when it comes to this stuff. I'm just kind of like okay, let me try this, let me try this. Like I understand so many, there's yeah, particular terms like key light and stuff like that mm. and and. I don't know background. Yeah, I got my key light, my fill light, and I got man my my back hair, my hair light behind me. But you know, I don't have eleven thousand <laughs> followers, so hey, what do I know? <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there's just been yeah. It, it's funny because people have used technical terms like that with me, like asking mm-hmm. me about my lighting and stuff like that, and they're like, "Hey, like, how did you get it so soft on the light? Like, how how diffused was that light?" I was like, "Oh, um, I was gonna sound funny. I just had a." a bill that I arrived in the mail and I stood it next to it and it, it provided the right amount of like diffused reflection. <laughs> so it didn't like, so that it still kept the light realistic, knowing that like the light was coming from this side, right? you know, gotcha. cause you don't want it where you can have all this light over here. And you're like, okay, wait a minute. Light source come from here. That's going to kill the realism. <laughs> people message you, really, you on people Twitter. Don't think about that though. You, you realize that a yeah. lot of people don't consider that. I'm like sure where the light's are, supposed to be coming from. Yeah. They're going to message mm-hmm. you on Twitter be like, hey, like, what bill was that? Like, I, I, can I get a bill to that company? Because that was pretty. <laughs> Before they happen to give you my bills that you, <laughs> as long as you pay them. <laughs> so, how many, like, uh, I'm trying to think of like any, like, any random shoot. Like, how many pictures do you typically take per shoot? Uh, 
sometimes it's one. I uh, knew it. I knew he was going to say one. I knew yeah, it. Some, <laughs> mo- most of the time it is one. Um, other times maybe Man. I might get two or three out of it. Uh, God dang, dude. Yeah, because there's all kinds of like factors to take into consideration is kind of like, um, you know, after you've been doing one shot for like two hours, you just you start to get frustrated and you just you have to take a break, walk away, all kinds of things. And then it's kind of like, so okay, like, let me come you back. You take and one back. picture, you take mm-hmm. one picture and then you're done. You don't Nailed take like it. 10. That's a wrap. <laughs> oh, is that what you mean? I thought you were talking about yeah, like. Yeah, I, yeah. Sorry. I thought, yeah, I meant like how many, because I was about to be furious at you, dude. If you're like, <laughs> oh, no, sorry, 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 sorry. No, I'm real like uh, Clint Eastwood with it. Wrap, we got it wrapped up in one shot. Let's go. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. I totally misinterpreted that. No, I no, think you're talking about like, good. I guess you could say like final shots. So I guess yeah. that's what I mean is like, you know, if I'm in an hour or two, sometimes I can get one shot. Sometimes it's two shots, three shots. Oh, hell no. But no. That uh, makes me feel a little better then. <laughs> no, dude. Honestly, at the minimum, it it's like probably like, 50 exposures before I'm actually happy. Um, okay. I know the most I ever, the most that I ever took. And ironically, it's probably like my life, my most liked photo and my most stolen photo. It's uh, <laughs> the uh, like Ronin Star Wars line, uh, the movie mm-hmm. realizations. It's the uh, white prototype suit uh, Boba Fett. That shot took me forever because yeah. there's just, there's so much white, uh, the color white in that shot that the balancing of everything because it that's what was tough because i didn't want it where uh i guess you could say like the lines of his suit get lost and just how bright the photo is and everything like that and i think that that one took me oh man that one was about that was over 200 exposures before i was happy with that god dang dude yeah and Jesus, literally it dude. was like picture 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 move the light just ever so slightly Picture, picture, picture. Move, move. That the makes you feel a little bill. better that there is so yeah. much trial and error, <laughs> and you don't just nail it. Because do you know how infuriating that be? If you're like, oh, just yeah, threw the lights up and just nailed it. I'm just freaking protege. <laughs> like, boom, done. I use my iPhone. I wasn't even using my uh, DSL or whatever mirrorless. I wish I hadn't have asked the follow up question, and we could have just lived in the world where, like, we just assume that you take one picture for every time. It changes my entire like production like type of thing. Just I'm like, oh, let's do one. If I didn't, if I didn't say that, I would get called out so hard. That's a lie. Like, like some of my like friends that I've like met in person and stuff like that. I could say like, that's a lie. We've seen you shoot in person before. You're on the floor for a lot longer than one shot you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead heath uh let's get a technical question let's go back to like your origins and stuff because i mean kind of okay. behind the scenes i think i met you three years ago i think yeah 20 uh 2017 yeah i got here july yeah. 2017 yeah, yeah so we were just we were working together at the same place and uh immediately hit it off he was incredibly how that, friendly yeah, how did that conversation come up dude like so like literally Eugene is one of those people that is like really, really like nice and very just social. So like mm-hmm. he walked into where I worked. It was his first day of work, and he was just like, "Hey, you like Marvel?" I was like, "Yeah." And I was like, <laughs> I was like "Oh, just some guy likes Marvel, whatever." He just, you know, he's gonna be the typical Fake movie goer. Yeah, no, I watch yeah. movies too. <laughs> and then he starts spouting mm-hmm. off like some deep knowledge, like some deep cuts, like comic books. I was like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, what the hell? Like this is not normal." And then we're just talking every <laughs> single day at work. And the next thing you know, we have like a, a really strong friendship going. I'm inviting him over to go go uh, grill and stuff, and we're going out and drinking beers every once in a while. And nice. yeah, uh, one thing behind the scenes, this guy that you guys don't know about him is that he has an insatiable appetite. He can oh, yeah? eat, yeah. drink two pitchers of beer, eat again, have dessert, and be like, "Yo, what's next?" 
<laughs> it's unreal. He's like Goku level like appetite. It's incredible to see. That's hilarious. Hey, dude, well, food so, is awesome, man. Like that's that, just that same, line. In that same vein, too, I'm just curious. Like, how did you get into this? Like, what was exactly, what was yes. the catalyst that made you start doing this? Okay, so I've always been into toys. Like ever since I was a kid, it was always that was like my thing. That was my my uh how would you say it my inanimate object that 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 was like important to me the you know what i mean the the superficial mm-hmm. thing because it's something physical you know what i mean it's just i got you it's stuff but um no and truthfully what it was is around the time that i started like just before that you know you're just going through instagram um and i think what it was is uh i had the boba F- i had the boba fett um like ronin star wars boba fett regular one i had i had got that in the mail because i bought it uh through like amazon or something like that and uh i was like all right cool and i think i took a picture of it and like posted it and i put like hashtag boba fett and i just kind of happened to check the hashtag and i was like looking and i saw somebody else do like a really dope shot with that same boba fett and uh ever since i saw it i was like like it was that moment of inception of okay you're gonna do this now and uh yeah yeah yeah, so and coincidentally yeah it was another toy photographer and uh, yeah, his That's name's cool. uh, Sergeant Bananas. If you can find him on Instagram, like Sergeant so many Bananas. people are like, hey, he started it. Goofy he started names it. in this community. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So, so you think yeah. Sergeant Bananas is like the OG? He's the one that started it all? I don't know about that. Um, he's Yeah, he's one of the first. Like he's yeah, very well cool. known. Very well hmm. known. Yeah, because like I've I've met him a few times like in person at like Comic Cons nice. and stuff. And I was like, hey, 87.8 like, thousand followers. I'd say so. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, That's like it's really uh, cool stuff. that was that moment. I was like, oh shit, like I want to do this. Yeah. And then it was one of those things. Like I did my first few shots, and as simple as they were, I was like, <clears throat> I want to do this. I want to keep doing this. I want to keep doing this. And then, you know, and then it it hit the wallet, <laughs> and then it became an addiction. <laughs> and then it was just oh, like, it's like okay, well, I need new figures to shoot. I need new figures to shoot. I need this. Need this. Need this. And then it, yeah, it was oh, it was a it was a rabbit hole. It That's was a good a next hole. question. How much money do you yeah. think in total have you spent on figures? On oh, total. God. <laughs> like you want an actual number or can I give something let's start like that? Let's start small and we can do math. Like okay. say uh, a month. No. How much do you spend a month? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> go ahead. In a month. You need to go smaller? Oh, shit. In a week. How much are you spending on toys no, in a week? No, no, no. I've got a better way. I've got I, a better I, I, way. I, okay. I'm going to say a number. And uh, you're gonna say Felicia no. Felicia yes. yes. <laughs> no. All right. Okay, I'm gonna start. Overall spent money, a thousand dollars. Felicia oh, yes on, or Felicia no. Yeah, Felicia no, yes. Okay. Felicia, two thousand. Two thousand dollars. Felicia yes. Felicia yes. Ten thousand. There we go. That's, you need to start pumping those numbers. Those are rookie numbers. <laughs> those are amateur man. numbers, man. Come on. <laughs> we're talking totals here, man. You're talking. You're starting with thousands. I know. I uh, we're starting slow. We're starting we're gonna, small. You're gonna have a. You're gonna have a thousand questions by the time we hit <laughs> like realistic numbers here. <laughs> so it's over ten thousand. Yeah. Then even probably. You think? Uh, I, I don't. I don't think it's that much, but it's. It's at that point where I have a. So I would have had like I was five more that. questions then. <laughs> oh damn! Oh, did I hear you? That's claim so them now as insurance. <laughs> I, I claim them. I claim them. Hey em. man, if you can, you start <laughs> getting enough mean? money, write that as that little business expense. Right there, that's, you go. <laughs> that's yeah, part of my thing. My, my photography crap, <laughs> my toys. I'm like, oh, it, it's a it's business expenditure. Right off. It costs eight bucks to have yourself declared it yeah. as a business. It is not hard. <laughs> yeah no I'll, I'll speak for like a bunch of toy photographers but it's in the thousands because there's stuff that i know i buy and i'm like damn i think i spent too much money and then i'll see other toy photographers and they have 
like twice what I have or three times what I have. And I was like, okay, I know I'm not the only one struggling here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> let's ask the basic, let's ask the basic questions. What is the most you spent on a single figure? Oh man. It's going to be, the reason I say it's going to be is because my last payment comes out this month, but it's oh like my God. 450 <laughs> bucks. Yeah. It's like $450. That's that terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I was ex- that's a lot. Don't get me wrong. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's bucks, a lot. I thought, it, but I, I was expecting you like, oh, it's like three grand for this. Uh, no, whatever no, no, no. Like, limited edition. I, <laughs> thankfully, like I, I still have you know a little bit of self control. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, but no, there was a point uh, a few years ago where I almost bought the Hot Toys uh, Hulkbuster, and I had to talk yeah. myself out of that oh, bag. Oh, I know. I'm familiar with that, that one. Cause that thing was like MSRP is like $900 and then it became sold out. And then now they came out with like the accessory kit. That's like the arm and it comes with uh, Veronica and stuff like that. And that shit like MSRP altogether is like $1,300 or something like that. Cause the figure itself is like, was it 26 inches tall? So it's just over two feet. It was a freaking beast. You know what I mean? What was that figure that you spent the 450 on? Um, so again, I'll probably get that figure next month, but it was the hot toys, uh, iron Patriot 2.0, the one that you've got like two seconds of screen time in the movie. Um, (laughs) but no, it's, it's crazy. Cause that armor that he has is it's like his heavy arms. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's his heavy arms and it's crazy because all the photos that are published for it and everything like that, like the, um, you know, all the, all the, uh, I guess you could say all the bloggers who do who get to do the promotional photography for them, they yeah. post them. They they make sure like all his weapons are equipped and everything at the same time, and it's just it's crazy. I'm like, yeah, that, it looks that's, dope. Yeah, that's heavy <laughs> arms, man. Correct me if I'm wrong. That's the one that is in Infinity War, right? Or Endgame? That's the one at Endgame. Yeah, that's the one in Final Battle of Endgame. Yeah, then no one ever notices. I, that's that ticks me yeah. off. Like people are like, "Did you guys know at the end of Endgame he's wearing the Iron Patriot armor?" I'm like, "Oh, I barely remembered that as well." Like myself, <laughs> like people, because yeah, it's, the only it's time, barely yeah. drawn attention to. It's so brief. Yeah, the only time you see it is when Ant Man, Giant Man, opens his hand, he flies yes. out, mm-hmm. and it's crazy though. But when you see it for like I said, the five seconds that you do, he has no weapons like deployed or anything. So it's kind of like you don't even know what kind of arsenal that armor has. But like if you look at the pictures, it's like crazy ass cannons and like <laughs> missiles and stuff like that. But like when I saw it in person at Comic-Con a few years ago, like it was kind of like, you know, they do their they have their prototypes out. And I was like, it was one of those like, well, I know I'm going to buy that one. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's definitely been the most expensive one so far. I'm going to say it like that so far. That's uh, safe. I like the phrasing. So the Hulkbuster thing you're talking about is 1300 bucks. That's like, you know, that's a high dollar stuff. Any other guys in the business like buy that thing and take pictures of it or what? Oh, yeah. There's a there's a whole bunch of them who have. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. Do they, do they have money. more followers than you or less followers than you? Oh, probably more. Okay. Now my next like, question is, would uh-huh. you say that the entire toy photography business is totally pay to win? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say no. I'd say hmm. no. I don't know. Oh, you mean like I'm not, I'm not convinced. Do you mean like do you mean like people buying followers and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, I think he's meaning like you buy the most expensive toy, you get the like that's a direct correlation with the amount of followers you correlation. have. Correlation. Does Sarge Bananas have a whole bunch just, of picture? He, just saying. He just said himself like the most he spent <laughs> was four fifty. Those toys he <laughs> has like that's what one of my favorite things about you specifically is like you I have seen and I've sat on the the very toys that you have taken pictures of. Like I in my Amazon shopping cart, I have like I put it and then I take it out of that Darth Maul 
Maul uh, Ronan right. uh, version. You know what I'm talking about? That Star Wars one that looks freaking incredible because I love Darth Maul. I, it's like a hundred something bucks, like not incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I put it in, I'm like, I should get it. And I'm like, that's a hundred dollars for a piece of plastic that's going to go in my little glass shelf behind me. I take it out. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, but I do really want it. Like you have that. You take a beautiful picture and I'm like, crap, now I really, really want it because I know how beautiful it <laughs> yeah. can look. It's just about that's the skill, a, that's, the photography. Yeah, that well, that's actually something that's actually really like humbling to me mm-hmm. is when like people actually go out of their way to like hit me up and be like, like, hey asshole, <laughs> you're the reason <laughs> I bought this freaking figure. <laughs> but they're like, and they say LOL, and they're like, but thanks. And I was like, but you know, there's a part of them that's bitter, like, damn, you know, I was right. supposed to eat this week. I got that <laughs> FOMO I mean? of not having the toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's it's one of those like guilty pleasures that every toy photographer has is buying a bunch of toys that we know down well we don't need. But the mm. point is we're actually happy about it. You know what I mean? So that's why I don't. Dude, even, I totally. Agree. I don't think any of us. All of us know, like, hey, this stuff is money. All of us know, you know, it's an. Exp- it can become an expensive hobby. So uh, I don't know. It's it's just it's one of those like poke fun at everybody, pokes fun at each other, kind of like, mm-hmm. hey, I dare you to buy this. Hey, I dare you to buy this. <laughs> and then like, if somebody's, and there's times where like your friends will send you a link to something, and it's like, hey, did you know about this company? And they're like, it's like. Thanks, man. And I just pre-ordered it. <laughs> it was like, you know, yeah, they, they took out the the deposit. You know what I mean, stuff like that. But how uh, many figures would you yeah. say you have in total? Damn. Um, <laughs> I love that kind of. I'll just be. I, I don't have like a thousand. I could tell you that much. I probably have in the hundreds. Um, okay. okay, so you be, you yeah, buy I'll them and real. keep them afterwards? Yeah, I mean, there's. Uh, yeah, I have separation issues, so I it's hard like, for me to uh, I feel like actually, some of these figures. I, I see a business opportunity. I'm going to start a business mm-hmm. where I uh-huh. rent out toys to all you toy photographers. You pay mm-hmm. me. You take pictures of them. Give them back to me. Boom, bam, boom, bam. I'm, I'm rich. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, it's funny because that idea has, uh, I guess you could say, has like crossed my path before with Ooh. like other photographers I and stuff like it. that. It's already patented. Uh, <laughs> but... I think what would happen though is then you're gonna get people who are gonna be very picky about how their figures are and stuff like that. Like for me, I have no problem buying a figure if it's used or something like that. Kind of mm. like as long as it's not broken or if it is broken, it's kind of like clearly I, I'm okay with it being broken because I'm gonna like part it out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, I mean it's an idea. Like shit, if you want to buy like you know the Hulkbuster and you want right, to rent it out, you, you work together, fifty-fifty, sixty-forty actually, sixty me, forty you. We'll all chip in, buy with the Hulkbuster with all the accessories, and then we'll just start renting it out one toy at a time. You're the you're that jet dude who like lends out his jets for Instagram like uh, people mm-hmm. <laughs> like take the selfies in it. It doesn't even work. It's not even a flying jet. Because <laughs> I mean that's actually not a bad idea. Because I mean I've done it where there's figures I want right Thanks. or like a hot toy that I want or something, and then um, I've gone to a friend's house or yeah like gone to a friend's house. And they have that figure and I shoot with it and it's just kind of like, okay, I'm satisfied. Don't want it anymore. So <laughs> it's not a bad idea because I mean, yeah, if you rent it out for like a reasonable price, you think about it, though, after like 10 people rent it, you literally made probably double your money. You know what I mean? Or depending on what it is. I can't imagine the kind of shipping and crap you got to do. There's a, there's a few true. holes in this idea. It's like, a, why don't we just yeah. do this? Well, probably because there's a lot of logistical problems. You know, logistics tend yeah. to kill dreams. Darren, you have some more shenanigans <laughs> yeah. you want to do? All right, Eugene, I got more questions for you. All right. Hit me. <laughs> Felicia, yes, or Felicia, no? <laughs> okay. All barbecue is the same. Felicia, no. Really? That's the correct answer. Good boy. Yeah. 
That's the right answer. We're, we're just not, not just because we're in Texas, but and that's just the general thing. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like for me, like I associate the word barbecue. Like if somebody says, hey, I'm going to I'm going to make barbecue. I automatically associate that, like, I guess, going to my parents' house and like yeah. that's barbecue. It's like, you know, you associate barbecue with that whole meal and stuff like that. But if somebody said like, hey, when I get some barbecue, I'm like, OK, you need to, you know, need to be a little bit more detailed. What do you mean? What's, it's like, oh, it's what, what's what's uh, Mama Feliciano making? What's she making? <laughs> oh, she don't grill. It's my dad. My dad oh, will make oh, like chicken pop, ribs. Right, okay. He'll smoke like all kinds of there meats and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's you what I'm saying. It's just that. Or what? No. Really? Uh, yeah. We don't Barbecue do potato safer. salad. Get out of here, nasty. Where, some white why are you bringing up right sides there. for the <laughs> right, barbecue? You know, what's, you, know what's great, you know what's great at barbecue? I wasn't going to say it. Corn on the cob. Get out of your mind. You talk about meat. I hate salad and corn, honestly. I like mac and cheese, to be honest with you, but. That's fine. Apple sauce. <laughs> Apple Moving sauce. forward. Milk. All right. Your barbecue. <laughs> Milk. Felicia, yes, a, or Feliciano. There you go. Felicia, yes, or Feliciano. Making the bed is pointless. Felicia. Yes. There you Thank go. Thank you. Thank you. Because <laughs> you're just going to mess it up again. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Unless you're sleeping in like a room with like ten other people, which congratulations, yes. Hey man, I'm not judging you. Congrats. You do your thing. Big bed, I guess, or small people. I don't know. Either way, (laughs) it's like (laughs) it's like a bed. You know, like you're just gonna get. Anyways, yeah. Next question. Well, it's a Kimmitin figurine. Same thing. (laughs) All right, Felicia, yes or Felicia, no. Turkey is just worst worst ham that just makes you sleepy. (laughs) Felicia, no. Really. Hmm. Yeah. You like turkey? Yeah. Ah, no, not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you it's kind of like the what, what, and judge him for it. It's kind of like what Heath said earlier. Like, just I just want to eat. I kind of just eat. So, I mean, I don't really discriminate uh, against food. It's <laughs> weird. I, turkey to me is only, I only really like turkey when it's like really thin deli slice. Hmm. Like on like a sandwich, like a mm-hmm. you know, throw cheese, whatever. That's perfectly fine. <clears throat> Quite tasty, in fact. Thick cut turkey for like, for like Thanksgiving, not a big fan of. I just feel like mm. you the best drown turkey. Stuff. The best turkey that you ever eaten just tastes like ham. So it's just like just eat ham. <laughs> well, that's not at all. Turkey, what are I'm, you eating? It oh, tastes dude. very different. I think your mom might have been a crappy cook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Might, I don't think. Ham, I, I don't think birds supposed to take like pig, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> I think best Something turkey is cross- deep fried turkey. There, there you go. go. There was yeah. some cross contamination going on in your house. All right, back yeah, to the toys, juicy. I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is just kind of more of like because I I am a well I, I'm trying to think of the right word to describe myself compared to you. Extreme noob in terms of like my toy collection. Uh, what do you do? Do you keep boxes? Do you throw them out? What do you do? Uh, so some, I guess you could say the lower end stuff. I will throw away the boxes, but the up the higher end stuff. Uh, I'll definitely keep the boxes because you could tell like the companies do put a lot of work into the artwork on those boxes. They do like just the packaging is great. And that's stuff that I feel on those higher end figures like you don't want to throw those away. They just they look so good that they they complement the figure itself. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like you can't just have the figure on its own. That's that's part of it. Like uh, Hot Toys, like the 12 inch figures. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're really pricey, but even when you get them, like the packaging is just, it's awesome. It's, it's almost like, a, it's not, I don't want to say, I don't want to compare it to opening up a gift on Christmas, but it's just, it's almost like someone's giving you a work of art that you get to enjoy unveiling and, you know, I guess you say undressing, I would put it like that. Cause it's baby. Yeah, get a real, it's awesome. it gets real sexual there. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> the lights. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> are you brand loyal to a certain brand like Hot Toys, NECA? Or what do you? What's your brand that you no, go to? My no, nah, dude. For me, it's if if it's cool, it's cool. It has nothing yeah. to do because it's it's funny. There's there is toy drama. Toy drama is a real thing. Ooh. You got people being like, oh, that that, that figure sucked. And it's like, well, it's cool for me, and you know what I mean. It's just, <laughs> there's stuff like that. Um, Tell us no, more about like, the drama. Whatever. What, what's going on in the toy yeah. world? What's what, what kind of drama there is there? Oh no, it's just kind of stuff like that. Like if somebody right. doesn't, just generic, like there's something. elitism just in that. Like uh, oh, I yeah. only buy the blah 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 like toy. Like oh, you got the yeah. NECA. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, and it's kind of funny because it's like think about it. Like NECA makes awesome Predator and Alien figures, and their NECA's their cost is actually yeah, their cost is pretty reasonable like yeah. in my opinion yeah of course there's been inflation in the past few years but what hasn't inflated um but yeah for their price point they're pr- pretty good pretty good um but yeah it's, it's just kind of stuff like that uh a lot of the fi- like for example with the the NECA figures if it's like the aliens or the predator like i 99 percent of the time i throw away the packaging on those things because mm-hmm. it's just yeah. you know packaging's cool but it's not like super cool <laughs> you know and yeah uh so you keep on, on saying God. sorry you keep on saying uh hot toys so the hot toys is a brand mm-hmm. correct 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 okay so but you're saying like the hot toys are like the 12 inch figures do they have like a patent on 12 inch figures or what like what's what do you mean by that like so uh no 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 like so all kinds of different companies make 12 inch figures um it's just hot toys is just they've made a name for themselves because Ah. the attention to detail on their figures is just like phenomenal they're like the Um, cream of the crop basically yeah yeah definitely um for for like detail and of course like the price kind of reflects that because some of these figures man like you can look at promotional photography and you're like wow the scope looks really good it really looks like them and then when you see it in person you're like holy shit, like this looks really good. Like it, it can almost <laughs> yeah. pass for this person. Um, but uh, speaking of 12 inch figures and stuff like that, uh, AJ, was it you who posted the picture of your Robocop, your NECA Robocop? Yes. Or, yes, it is. It is yeah. my Play Arts yeah, Robocop. Oh, tight. So yeah, I actually want to show you something. Uh, oh, I actually God. got something here. Actually, uh, <laughs> So since it's a relevant topic with uh, both of you guys, so here's my 12 inch hot toy Robocop. Oh um, my god, it's so pretty. battle scarred. Oh, that's so dope. Yeah. And what's cool about it is you can actually swap out the battle damage parts. And oh, he has different hands. So he has his weapon. Like, uh, for example, here, like uh, I'll show you. So stuff like this. You actually move his leg forward, and you can actually mm-hmm. open it up. And then his, his gun actually oh, pops shit. out and stuff like that. Dude, so, that's freaking dope. Yeah. Um, this is my, yeah, like... You're just showing off a toy right now that it's like, and plus like looking at the way the light is reflecting off him where like the silver yeah. is actually like silver and you can see the little yeah, bit of Yeah, and this purple. thing's a, it's like part die cast too. So this thing oh, weighs damn. like oh, a pound. God. It's like a pounder. It feels like it's more than a pound, but yeah, it feels like it could be like a pound or two, you know? Uh, that is my turbo yeah. man right now where I'm so freaking yeah. jealous. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> that is, so, yeah, that is and, a beautiful piece. And just for the little cherry on top, he actually makes sounds. He talks and stuff like that too. Oh my god, that's so great. Yeah, he actually has like really dope phrases and stuff like that, so, I don't know. Uh, Serve the public trust, protect the innocent, uphold the law. One more time? Uh, Well, hold on one second. He actually comes with a remote control so that you can actually control him. Oh my god. Does he also like get you beer out of the fridge? Or what? Jesus. Not yet, not yet. But uh, yeah, so like his logo that comes for like his oh stand God, and everything so is actually uh-huh. the button to like trigger him to talk to you and stuff like that. So it'd be like, stay out of trouble. Drive 
Uh, we couldn't pick him up on our mics here. Okay, on your let, me, let me see if I can move over here. Uh, I'm a little shy. Nothing. nothing. Okay. Speak maybe up, maybe they're hearing it on your up. end. We just can't hear it presently. It, it's like the it's like the best one-liners, I guess you can say. Oh, I bet movie. it's just the dead or alive. You're yeah. coming with me. Uh, freeze Correct. creep. Yeah. All, oh, that's so yeah. Dope. All, all, yeah. All that fun stuff. Yeah. Normal sorry, I didn't pick creep. up the microphone, but it's it's, like, it's just those little it's those little things where you're like, hey, it also makes sounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's got me hype. Uh, so I guess. Something because I mean, I, I feel like we can all at least for our hobbies because Darren obviously has like disc golf. Heath has uh, well, quite a few <laughs> things kind of like me. He's, you know, into video games and, you know, comics as well. And mm, uh, team physical media, I guess, big on the on the side of the, of the podcast. What was the like what I guess is your most sentimental figure? The thing that kind of like it may not be the fanciest. It may not be the most expensive, but it just means a lot specifically to you. Um. You know, truthfully, it's probably going to be my first Predator figure I bought. Uh, the reason I say that is because I guess shortly after I started um, doing this hobby and it actually became a thing where I was like, hey, like I like doing this. Coincidentally, uh, I went to Toys R Us and like my mom was visiting me in Arizona. So I was just like, hey, mom, you want to go to Toys R Us? And she was like, all right, let's go. Because, you know, she would always take me there as a kid, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's like, oh, cool. Like that reminiscing moment of like, yeah. you know, when you're a kid and stuff. So when we went in there. They actually had like the aliens versus predator figures like that it all loaded up and stuff like that. And it was like the main predator, not the main predator, but I guess you can say the surviving predator from mm-hmm. aliens versus predator, uh, scar predator. That's what we call them. Um, and I remember looking at, it, I was like, Oh, that's cool. And my mom was like, yeah, that is cool. You should shoot that. And <laughs> that moment I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to buy it. Like it's almost like, cool. I got that. Uh, I guess not you can say approval. that. Uh, I got the non approval from my mom kind of like, yeah. yeah, you should do it. You know what I mean? I was like, all right. That's so I got cool. it and took, you know, and uh, I started taking pictures of it that night and everything. And I think that was when, I think that was the moment too when I first shot the Scar Predator. Um, I think that was that moment too where I knew, I guess you could say, what type of toy photography I was going to be doing. I didn't know it was going to be, I guess you could say, the dramatic toy photography, but I guess the moody lighting and stuff like that was my thing. Where I would try my lighting and look at it on a live view and watch it just come to life and say, "Boom, that's the shot right there." And mm-hmm. that was, that's been my thing. So even if you look at um, some of my first early posts, a lot of them are very dark, very, very dark. Um, not theme wise, just lighting wise. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, and I noticed that was my thing. So even now, I mean, I've been experimenting a whole lot more with uh, a lot of light, but definitely when I do shoot with my lower light, it, I guess you could say it brings me back to like how I first started kind of like, all right, cool. This is what set it off, you know? That's a good segue. Like what inspires a, a certain shot? Is it like, do you pull inspiration from other things like music and movies? Or is it mostly you just see a figure and you're like, it would look so badass like this. What's usually inspiration? Yeah, so actually, so actually Heath, like everything you just said is that that's the truth. Yeah. Um, definitely. Like I can see a dope ass figure and I not know anything about the show, not know anything about the context, but if it looks cool, it looks cool. Like it shouldn't be. Hey, I don't watch this anime, so I'm not going to shoot this photo, this picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get this figure. The way I see it, man, like a lot of, like, for example, anime characters all look dope. Like a lot of them have really dope mm-hmm. designs. So it's kind of like, why wouldn't you just want to just shoot that? Cause it's just, it's a, it's art in itself. So you right. want to like be able to capture that. Um, but I will say though, for music wise, uh, I do listen to a lot of, a lot of, uh, film scores and that's mm. what really pushes me. That, that's what really language. pushes me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like no joke. Like I'm a huge fan of Hans Zimmer. Like I've talked about mm-hmm. this to like so many people that Who like isn't? Hans Zimmer. Like Darren, that's yeah. Mr. Blum. 
Boam. That's Hans Zimmer. <laughs> I said, who is it? I know who he is. I mean, hey, oh, I, th- I, th- I, th- I, I saw your it? mouth moving, and I'm like, clearly it's, oh, yeah, who is that? I have no idea who that is. <laughs> uh, but no, he's a huge influence, man, because like, like he he does his job so well so well that he, um, yeah, like he just, he makes you just, feel emotion with his music. Exactly, and yeah, he brings the emotion. Scene. Yeah, because I mean, for example, like uh, actually just kind of, now that we're on the topic, um, something I was listening to before I even joined the podcast, I was actually listening to the Dune soundtrack yeah, and yeah, just listening to, to how like, that. yeah, like the Dune soundtrack is, is wild. It is it's wild. Great. And it's just, it, it fits that movie so well. Um, but yeah, the, the one track though on the Dune soundtrack is called Armada. And that's pretty much when the, uh, the Harkonnens are pretty much attacking, killing the house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> that was a spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not worried about that. You're fine. You're fine. There's a, there's, a, um, there's a battle in that movie. Nah, that, mm-hmm. there's a few of them. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but no, that's actually, it's, it's stuff like that where I understand that that track is what it's designated for, I guess you say visually in that movie. But what I like to do is when I listen to certain scores is let it paint its own picture in my head and think about like characters from movies and certain scenes. And I was like, cool. And I could do that. And then I, if I have the figures, I'll make that happen. So even if it's a scene that you haven't seen in a TV show, you haven't seen in a movie, you haven't seen in a comic, it's like, why not try that? Like who's limiting you? Like nobody is saying you can't do that. So that's there's stuff that I do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yeah, yeah, one of the, one of the pictures you took, uh, I actually posted it in our little Discord chat. It's of, like, I guess something from The Mandalorian. I haven't seen The Mandalorian, so I don't know the reference. Um, but in the caption, you said that, like, you were trying to do something outdoors, basically. Like, it's, you were trying to shoot mm-hmm. out in the wild, but the weather wasn't cooperating. So, like, mm-hmm. is, I mean, were you, you're talking about, like, literally shooting outdoors, right? Like, I mean, it was, so, yeah. one, why would you do that? Like, because obviously you can't control the lighting as well. So, I'm just curious, like, what's the benefits? Mm-hmm. Like, why, I mean, is it just, like, because you like the natural landscape or, or what? I'm just kind of curious. Well, yeah, it's definitely for setting. When I can probably <laughs> speak for all toy photographers, when it comes to shooting outside, it's... It's, it's for setting because, I mean, you, you want – I guess when people are, are shooting whatever scene they're doing, they want you to be submerged in that world that they wanted to capture, that, that they wa- imagined. You know, they want to – everybody who's seen that photo, they're inviting in to take a look at it and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, no, that's, that's definitely something I'd probably say more than I think in regards to like, oh, I wanted to go shoot outside, but the weather wasn't happening, so I ended up shooting inside. Because, um, yeah, it's just – especially too when I guess you could say people are familiar with you primarily only shooting indoors. It's kind of like you kind of break your own mold when you go step outside, literally step outside the box, which, you know, your, which is your dwelling or whatever your, your, your shooting area, you know, stepping outside that box, go outside. Hey, maybe it's snowing. Hey, maybe it's lightly raining, but it really, you, I know for me when I'm shooting outside is I want to bring whoever's seeing like my art into that world and actually make it feel believable too. So with that in mind too, so obviously like if you're shooting outside, there's more probably that needs to be done like from an editing standpoint. So like I'm actually just curious because obviously it seems like a lot of editing goes into your pictures. Like mm-hmm. do you how, – how much do you actually <clears throat> like touch up afterwards? Like, is most of it editing or is it most of it like, you know, do you not do very much on the back end or just, just kind of curious how, what that process looks like? Uh, truthfully, like when I'm doing my – my primary thing with Photoshop, like, and like Lightroom and everything is just that. I mean, Lightroom is just, I think that helps create the mood, um, helps clean up things, just 
you know, uh, and then same thing, like when I'm using Photoshop, I primarily use it to clean it up. I don't do too much ra- like radical editing to the point yeah. where you might lose what my original shot was. Um, but that's, yeah, it's just, I think for the sake of catching the mood and just cleaning up the shot. Cause I mean, there's been times where I've, I caught an awesome shot and something is wrong in the shot. Like for example, like the shoulder pad might be up or something like that <laughs> and it'll bother me. So I either might, I, clearly I can't go and reshoot it cause it's not going to capture that same magic. Um, but I might be able to like shop the shoulder pad down or something, but nothing to make it so, so radical. I mean, the, I think the most Photoshop thing I've ever done was probably one of my recent shots. Um, it's with the armorer from Mandalorian and she's mm-hmm. outside in like the sand. That's the one the I, see that. yeah, that's the I, I wanted to, I wanted to, yeah, I wanted to give that a shot. I wanted to give compositing a shot and I didn't want it to look terrible, but it was like, perfect lighting the way i captured it and i was like trying to blend it in with that real life so that's probably the most photoshopped shot i guess you can say Hmm. that i did because it it required me to cut out my image and alter lighting and do all kinds of stuff like that because you know you want to capture that sense of realism so that's why i think a lot of us not i don't want to say realism but i guess you can say um just get you closer to your final image that you see in your head so gotcha cool that's really cool. I'm going through and I'm just like mesmerized by all these pictures and I'm freaking, I immediately, like I could feel my wallet getting lighter as I saw this. I didn't, I, I liked it, but I didn't like really get to take a great look at it. The freaking Moon Knight one you just, uh, you posted a little while back, uh, October 31st on Halloween, appropriate enough. This freaking, oh my God, it looks so dope. If you, The world yeah, doesn't it, know it about Moon Knight yet. The, moon, yeah. the world will know soon enough how dope Moon Knight is. Yeah. Yeah, in about a year, I'd say, because that's when uh, Moon Knight comes out, right? On Disney Plus. Yeah, I, th- I can't recall exactly, but yeah, Oscar Isaac's been like posting stuff a lot, like uh, doing like choreography and stuff. And yeah. it's one of those things. You got it. You were brilliant because you got in early, and now people are going to go back. That'll get a second wind when the uh, show and stuff comes out, and people are there aware. You go. People are aware of it. Yeah. So, and I, like, I got uh, a more like comic book accurate uh, Moon Knight. Also, I just need to shoot. Him. I need to shoot him more often because I actually got a custom cape made for him too. And I just, I to this point, I have not shot him, and I've had him for like a year now or more. <laughs> so, that that brings up yeah. a great question. What would you say is the most like extra thing you've ever done in terms of like your action figures or anything in this <laughs> part of this hobby? Something any birthday like, parties. Wow, Got a, I got a, I got a custom <laughs> cape made for my, for my figure. Oh, okay. I got you. Well, yeah, honestly, a lot of people do that. A lot of people buy aftermarket capes for their figures because there's a lot of, uh, and this is a real thing when I'm about to say there are toy tailors who make clothes and a sex, um, accessories for toys and figures. Like it's a, it's a real thing. I immediately um, thought of the old man from toy story too. You know, you guys know what I'm talking exactly. about? Right? Like buffs up yeah, Woody and yeah. stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious because it sucks because like some of these toy companies, uh, they make awesome figures and they give the shittiest capes to them. And you're like, why guys? <laughs> <laughs> why? Um, but no, it's crazy. You get, um, there's a lot of talented people out there that do that stuff. And there's people who are making a living off of that. And it's awesome. Um, but yeah, like for example, uh, you know, one of McFarlane's like latest spawn figures, like it looks mm-hmm. awesome, but a lot of people are like, hit the cape, hit the cape. So like there's a bunch of people who made the crazy wild capes that are filled with wires so that you can make it as wild as the, the spawn figure should be. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I think I think that was probably the most actually. Yeah, because I have that. Um, that's probably, <laughs> that's probably the most extra thing I've ever done is like, let me see the figure costs $20. Let me buy this, um, 
this custom made cape with chains on it for like forty five dollars. So it was like the cape <laughs> costs twice twice more than what the damn figure itself called. But it's one of those things that once you put it together, you were like, it was worth it. You know? Yeah. Because again, totally it's like you it. want to you know, for example, Spawn. Like everybody knows Spawn has like a wild cape that has a mind of its own. It would kill the cloak of levitation on Doctor Strange, you know what I mean? <laughs> um but yeah, no, it's it's stuff like that. Uh, I've actually done that with quite quite a few figures because there's just certain things that, like I said, there's just so many talented people out there, and it's like, dude, why wouldn't you want to put that with your stuff? You know what I mean? Um, I actually have like some figures that are like have uh, like leather soft goods on it that's supposed to look like a knight and give them actually like a just yeah real harnesses and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. But yeah, man, that's a that's a world of its own too. Is like toy tailory? Is that even a word? Mm-hmm. Tailory. Tailoring, toy tailoring. Sure. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of people who actually have been picked up um, by like other companies, small businesses, large businesses to make accessories, like stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I think that the Spawn Cape was probably my most expensive like accessory that I had I to you. I had to get, even though it, like I said, it costs twice more than what the for, the figure costs, but it, it was that worth up it. a great point because like as a like, like as a like a, fe- a somewhat fellow toy collector, uh, something I've always had beef with when it comes to any at a Batman figure I ever got was his cape because either went like uh, off the shelf, they went two routes. They had like the cheap like limp pla- uh, like cloth that kind of just draped over the back or they had like the real heavy rubber one on the back, which mm-hmm. I guess of the two I'd prefer the rubber, but it blew, it blows my mind now that it's like, Oh, there's a whole business of people who are willing to <laughs> commit to Batman is his Cape. It's part, it's synonymous with Batman. It's like the fact mm-hmm. that they do that. And like characters like spawn and stuff, it just makes complete sense that, yeah, you just blew my mind that there's a, I end up spending more money now because I'm going to get a bunch mm-hmm. of custom capes for my <laughs> Batman action figures. Yeah. Uh, no, but you, you hit it right on the head. Like, uh, especially for Batman, like Batman's cape is, you know, it's technically part of it. It's one of his weapons. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Cause if you see like some Batman figures, they just have, like you said, the limp cape, <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, all right, you know? Yeah. Um, but when you get a cape that's posable, like you just bring it to life, you know? And, uh, that's great. Yeah. I think, you know what, maybe that's what I'm going to shoot later. I'll shoot, oh, I'll man. shoot a Batman shot. <laughs> no, and, I'll, and I'll shoot it for you guys. I'll shoot it for you kind guys. Of, there you go. I love it. Uh, kind of in the same uh, like realm is like, you know, getting toys or whatever that like, you know, like with limp capes, or whatever, like we, <laughs> all of us have like these, like, you know, really kind of niche ish hobbies, whatever. So I can't imagine how many bad Christmas gifts you get where it's like your mom or <laughs> oh, your grandma s- sends you like all these like garbage, like here, I got you an action figure. And it's like the worst <laughs> one. That they went to Toys R Us and got on clearance yeah. or whatever. Like, how often does that happen to you? Actually, I think everybody in my life knows not to do that. So I actually haven't had that problem. Lucky you. It's funny. Like, I remember like kind of like, you know, like talking to like friends and stuff like that, you know, people who get you gifts and stuff like that. They're, they're kind of like, you, you almost want to hint to them like, yeah, I want this figure, but they know damn right that A, I'm going to buy it first <laughs> or B, they probably realize like how much work it takes now to get a figure because now you pre-order stuff and you got to wait. Right. And it's like, do you want to do DHL? Do you want to send it this way? Like, it's not an easy, let me go to Target and see if they, and see if they got it because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of these uh, higher end figures, you know, um, you do have to go online for them, you know, actually go through uh, like a retailer like in Japan and stuff like that or, you know, pay the higher price from a retailer here in the States because of, they took care of the import fee. So, it, you know, it's all kinds of things like that. But so, yeah, man, I've actually never had that problem. 
because lucky I think you. it's just you don't, I don't know how lucky I don't want to say are, they <laughs> I don't want to say they know better, but I think my friends know me well enough and they know better. <laughs> I think we finally trained at least I trained my people in my life to stop doing that crap because like Darren uh, and I both like board games like we love physical board games and I know Darren stole stories about you know uh, oh Darren likes board games here I got him uh, the Monopoly and stuff it's like well these are kind of you know not great I'm, <laughs> I'm into like Catan and all you know this super like in-depth board games and for me specifically I uh, I collect uh, playing cards like a uh, actual like uh, nice playing cards like David Blaine style play, uh, playing cards and right. like my mother-in-law will be like oh here I got you some cards it's like dollar store like 30 pack of dollar store cards I'm like these are mm-hmm. not thank you and I yeah. like, gotta throw on a smile <laughs> see I can't you're very wow. lucky that you're not getting a bunch of just like garbage uh, <laughs> like whatever yeah uh, I didn't even know that Walmart was a thing. action figures. like you're saying like collector playing cards like I didn't know mm-hmm. that's like a, a big thing too so like you just educated me on that like I had no idea I thought everybody went Ooh. to like like Seven Eleven just picked up a pack of playing cards. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dude, I can get, don't get don't get me started on like like oh bicycle decks. Well, is it the blue stamp one or the black stamp one? Because when they moved the facility from Ohio, it, it lost a bunch of it lost quality. You know that's one of those things. Yeah, that's, Eugene, I, get, no, I totally respect what you're saying, of, yeah, man. I totally you know, respect it. Eugene, don't even get me started on collector frisbees, brother. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Darren likes discs. Here, I got you a little Walmart floppy right. disc. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Go have fun. Go play golf. Is that the one with the dogs or what? Yeah, exactly. yeah that's what I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Is that know. the one that comes with like a snack? So with the accessories, with the accessories, you're talking about compositing for the first time. You also use a lot of like the, the, the vignettes, the diagrammas, whatever they're called. Um, mm-hmm. And they look super incredible. Is that something that you do as well on the side or is you, do you get those from other places? How do you get those? Oh, so like a lot of my diorama pieces, um, again, like toy photographers, like the diorama makers is a, it's, it's its own world too. Like there's a whole bunch of people that make really badass dioramas and there's, mm-hmm. and it's cool. Like, so I think a good chunk of my dioramas lately is like, I actually have a friend here in Washington and he makes mm-hmm. them for fun. And it's cool that like, uh, I met him at a toy show and he's, you know, we've been super cool. You know what I mean? And he's like, Hey man, like I made some pieces and come check them out. And then he's just kind of like, hey, dude, like if you're interested, like I'll sell them to you. And it's cool because like I can use them in so many ways. And that's just when you get a new diorama, like you ask any tour photographer, like anytime you get a new diorama, you just open up like a, a whole new chapter for them because <laughs> now you're like bringing a new sense of bringing that character to that world, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, primarily I get like I said, I get my dioramas from like a friend who makes them. Uh, but usually you find diorama pieces that actually came with older figures. And yeah. a lot of people are like, don't want them. They weren't, they weren't anything. So like, for example, if you look at my recent, um, the Dutch Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger figure, uh, mm-hmm. picture I just did. Like, if you look at the floor, those are all like old diorama pieces from like figures that came out in either like the early two thousands or late nineties that like nobody wanted. So people were like, Hey man, if you want them, like I'll throw them in with this figure since you, you know, they don't sell them and it's all about perspective and everything. So they're not connected, but you know, how I shoot is more in the lower end. So you can kind of make it look staggered and look like it's actual floor and stuff like that. Hmm. Oh, that's one of my secrets. I just revealed it. There it is. Uh, <laughs> I love it. But yeah, no, like it's, it's cool, man. Like I said, uh, toy tailors, like that, that's his world of its own diorama makers is a world of its own, you know, like toy photographers, like there's all kinds of like avenues that this, this hobby has gone that branched mm-hmm. out to. And it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty, pretty awesome. Cause everybody just kind of hypes everybody up. You know, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. 
Do you, uh, so something, obviously you say you get a lot of your stuff online. There's a whole process in that regard. Do you, uh, do you still go like what I call like spelunking where you go to like just some dive comic shop or whatever, where they have some toys there, like hit up some random mm-hmm. garage sales. You don't know what kind of like little treasures you'll find there. Is that something you, you still do? Oh yeah, man. hundred percent. Cause it's cool. Like for example, like where I live, maybe like 15 minutes down the road, there's like a used toy store and literally nice. he just has all kinds of like used toys, figures, people come in, sell them, trade stuff. And like, I'll find really cool stuff like in his, um, in like his bins. I'm like, Oh cool. I could use this. I could use this. Even like I said, it's not even something I might not collect, but I can, you know, when the ideas are going, you're kind of like, all right, cool. I can use this. Like for example, um, I, he, like when I went to that shop, they had like these two, I don't know what they are, but they're from some Star Trek show. And they, they came with like a control board and one of them came with like a chair. And I was like, all right, cool. Like I had an idea. So I bought it and I used it to help create uh, my, my Batcave. So like if you look through some of my shots, I actually have a shots of my Batcave and I've mm-hmm. used those things. So that's super dope. Keith? Yeah. All right. So in researching toy photography, I discovered a dark side of toy photography. A really dark side. <laughs> and I want to get your perspective on that. Uh-oh. Okay, I think I know where you're going with this, but go for it. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I discovered what's called the hot glue community. Oh. Are you these, familiar? These guys okay. are the worst. That I'm not familiar with. Maybe okay. I am. I just don't know the concept, <laughs> but go ahead. So apparently it's people that videotape themselves with a hot waifu type figurine and they ejaculate uh-huh. on it, hence the hot glue, and Whoa, that they that post cat? it online. <laughs> So do you have insight that we don't have? Like, is that cool to you? Or is that, are you just disgusted like it, like I am? No, it's funny, man. It's like, that's the first time you're hearing that. But I'm like, yeah, I can see that though. (laughs) (laughs) I I get it. Like, (laughs) I mean, I don't have anything else to say. Like, that's my first time hearing it, but I'm like, I get it. I get it. (laughs) You heard it here. He gets it. (laughs) So you have insight we don't have. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, He's like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, seriously, like I have no insight on that. I didn't know that was a thing, but dude, the when he put hot glue, <laughs> he put hot glue conspiracy in our docket. I thought it was like, oh, you like glue the toy together, like you glue no, it in like a certain. Pose. I wish that give me a thousand guesses. That's not what I would have. Dude, I wish I didn't know this. Be. The things you figure out for this podcast. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, seriously, that's like, horrifying like, I was, <laughs> and wonderful. I thought that was that was actually worse than what I was thinking you were going to bring up. To be honest. <laughs> Well, you're thinking I was going to ask you, like, what's the dig on the porn? Where's the porn shoots? Oh, like the, yeah, toy pornography. That's a thing, yeah, too. Yeah. Where's that oh, at? Yeah. You're going to dig, you're going to dive into that, hey, too? Man, or? Is, is there a price tag? I don't know you're if like, I'm going to dive okay. in. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to dive into that, to be honest, man. <laughs> so they're saying there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying no, <laughs> but I'm I'll, not, I'll I don't say, know. I'll stick around for a little bit longer. You have time. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows what will happen, man? We're going to get a Bobasaurus like, fat OnlyFans no, coming not, up. <laughs> I'm not saying Feliciana yes or Feliciana no. <laughs> Speaking of that. That's so great. Go ahead, Darren. Three more questions for you, Eugene, and we'll get out of Go here. Ahead, man. All right. Felicia yes or Felicia no? Sleeping naked is the best and only way to sleep. I say Felicia, no. Hmm. Really? Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because like I could totally sleep in my underwear and it's just like one garment away from being naked. Uh-huh. But yeah, I don't know. Are you like are you like me where it's like, God forbid a robber breaks in? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
it's just that one yeah. extra layer of like I don't want the cops to find my body like naked like on the ground. Shot. I, I think that has crossed my mind. To be honest with you, I think that has crossed my mind. They come in, you're naked, oh. and there's a bunch of toys everywhere. They're like, oh, this guy was a freak. Yeah, this guy, this guy was a pervert. <laughs> Probably into toy porn. Yeah, all that hot glue community. <laughs> oh my god! All Just right. sprinkle some crack on him. We'll get out of here. <laughs> All right, Felicia, yes or Felicia, no. Anything fewer than four ha's in a ha ha text is rude. You know, Say ha, ha, ha ha ha. Anything fewer than four ha's in a text containing ha ha is rude. So, like, if you text someone, you say ha ha. I got or you. If you. Or if, or if, not even containing, just if you just send someone just ha ha, you know, or ha ha ha, ha 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 ha. You said you anything know, it, it, less it, than four? Anything less than four is rude ha, felicia ha, yes ha, or felicia ha, no okay. no so it, four ha, ha's ha. just just ha's this is not hard guys just the ha <laughs> so wait no, no, no. four ha ha's or like ha 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 yeah yeah four ha, ha's ha, just ha, just ha. h-a okay. i did not think this would cause the most controversy <laughs> <laughs> the well, hardest question we're looking at it <laughs> no uh i say felicia no because I, okay. I, I know I've, I've responded less than four ha's, and it's just kind of like saying, hey, I'm nicely saying that was funny, but this is the end of that conversation. Exactly. So you Darren agree, gets then. a lot because... of single ha's in our group chats. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of jerks it's just an H there. now. It doesn't even do a complete yeah, just... ha. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A bunch of jerks. All right. Felicia, yes, or Felicia, no. Nickelback was great, and everyone is denying it. I'd say Feliciana, yes. The reason I'll say Dang that wow. is because there's singles like everybody knows. Like wh- whether you'd like them or not. Like for example, I'm not a fan of their music. They never did anything mm. wrong to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> I don't hate the music. But the truth is, you hear the song in the radio, you're like I know this song. Shit, they made their singles. Worst you know what I mean? True. I'm telling you, in 2007, everyone loved Nickelback, all right? I don't care who you are out there. You're saying, oh, Nickelback sucks. You liked them then, too. You had their shirts. You had their CDs, just like me. Well, maybe not that far, but yeah, maybe they knew, maybe they bobbed their heads to the, to the thing. Oh, it's on the radio. Yeah, that's that's fine. I don't know about owning merch. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. That seems more of like yeah. a commitment that's than a problem, I think most people for sure. Like. Oh, yeah, you're well, right. I'm, I'm, the only guy, yeah, I'm the only guy that followed them on tour. I'm the only guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only guy that had the Chad Kruger haircut. Okay, sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eugene, I got one more question for you that uh, right. I meant to actually put on the top of the show, and this is an important genre geeks question. I guess okay. we can kind of make this a Feliciana yes or, a, for, or no. Thoughts on John Wick? <clears throat> I enjoy it. I mean... That's a good response. Yeah, I mean, I dig it. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's... I guess what I really liked about... Well... I can't, but it's, I mean this in the best way possible, but it's like, it's funny how this has grown into a series, but like I had the most simple, uh, I guess you could say the simple concept that was uh-huh. like really brilliant, that it was like, brilliant. what happens? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that. yeah, like really think about that. It's like, okay, a, a hitman, a retired hitman who is known as like the best hitman, you break into his house and kill his puppy, which is like his last thing of his like mm-hmm. dying wife. End of story. And I, li- I, liked your, yeah, I like. Yeah, I agree. I hundred percent agree. The word brilliant. 
Yeah. It's like they, they really, they took that simple concept and made it so complex to the point of you're mm-hmm. finding out that, you know, the whole, th- I mean, come on, they're making a, a, what, a TV show and they're making a spinoff movie called Ballerina. Like, mm-hmm. the, the con, the, you know, imagine that concept, like, and it was kind of like, hey, Keanu, like, so what do you think about this? He's like, all right. I'm like, you know what I mean? Like Sorry. <laughs> That's Ter- pretty cool. <laughs> a terrible impression. I don't do impressions, but no, I mean, the, it's, it's kind of like, uh, I guess, Liam Neeson and Taken. It was like a simple premise, but they made him really badass. And but it was the guy knows actually how to fight. Listen to me. Knows how you to know? shoot. Me, Eugene, do not compare Taken to John Wick, that garbage movie. Do not compare Taken. Taken yeah, is Taken, a gold mine but, of movies. Well, I don't know about that. But, <laughs> oh my gosh, Well, dude. you know what? Well, it's, Eugene, you, well, it's like Ryan Reynolds said in uh, in Deadpool, where he goes, mm-hmm. when uh, it was in the first Deadpool, he's like sitting by the by the window when it's raining, and uh, Vanessa goes to check on him, and he, she, she's like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, I'm just thinking about Taken. You get, at, at some point, you got to think that maybe he's just a bad father. <laughs> Yeah. Like that. How do they make it a trilogy? <laughs> How many times? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, after making a trilogy, you would think he's just a bad father. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? You like John Wick, so that makes you a friend of most of us as genre geeks, which I appreciate. So uh, real <laughs> Garb- quick, tell garbage. the listeners, uh, where. go ahead and plug yourself at this point. Where can they find your work? Where can they find you on the social medias? Cool. Uh, so kind of like the usual, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, I'm on Reddit also, and uh, yeah, I'm Boba Source Fet, and yeah, just sound it out, and y- you'll find it. Uh, logo is red with a green. Well, I don't know if I could say this legally. It looks like a certain character whose name is in my name, <laughs> uh, mixed with a dinosaur. So yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, I think my name translates to my logo. But yeah, Boba Source Fet, check me out, and we could talk stuff like that, and shoot toys, talk toys, sell toys, buy toys. I love this so much. And that's, that's I love, I, I would love to make this show completely committed to just finding these little communities that none of us knew existed and just exactly. being thrown into it. Cause this is I, so much. I really think you so could. Fun. I really think you could. Cause I mean, for example, like it. how you brought up with your, uh, like, like your knowledge on cards, you know, playing oh, yeah. cards, like you could totally get somebody in the industry on here. I think that'd be pretty cool. You know, cause that's, that's actually not, a, just that's not a bad idea at all. Yeah. You just educated me on that actually existing. So that, that's pretty rad, you know? Well, I appreciate that a lot. But uh, yeah, so thank you very much. This site called this a win for our first episode of Geeking Out. And uh, obviously follow us, Genre Geeks, on all the social media stuff. Same as him, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. At Genre Geeks or on Twitter at Genre Geeks Cast. Send us an email, genregeekscast at gmail.com. And until next time, bye.